our new bestie has changed how we track our investments. Why have over 400,000 investors chosen ShareSite? It's simple. This online investment dashboard for your investment portfolio supports over 500,000 stocks, ETFs, and funds, plus integrated with more than 200 platforms, ensures your entire investment portfolio is organized and accessible in one place. Move beyond the limited insights from brokerage statements. ShareSite offers a comprehensive view of your financial performance, including analyzed reports, dividend gains, and the impact of currency fluctuations, all through intuitive graphs and visualizations. But here's the best part. For the investee besties out there, ShareSite is offering a special deal. Save four months when you purchase an annual premium plan. It's time to dive deep into performance metrics, streamline tax reporting, and share your portfolio with ease. Join the link in the episode description to sign up to ShareSite now and transform your investment experience. Welcome to Girls That Invest. Today's Monday, which means we're bringing you Money Confessions, a weekly series where you tell us your deepest, darkest money secrets or hot takes. You're joined today by Sim and Sonia, two best friends who have a lot to say. Let's get into it. Hello, Sonia. Hi. I am very excited for our money question today, or money confession rather. It is a little bit different. It is business related, but I feel like Business and money still kind of go hand in hand, and I think we'll both have some interesting points to make. But before we get into the show, how are we this week? How is it going? I'm going good. I have been trying to be outside a whole lot more. Is that the correct English? You know what I mean. Our listeners know what I mean. I'm trying to be outside most of the day because it's so warm and so sunny. The temperature dropped a little bit today, but that's fine. So I've been really enjoying park life here. I feel like when you live in like a city, parks are just like chef's kiss. See, I've always wondered that because where we've grown up, there's just like parks everywhere. It's like very outdoorsy. So I've always wondered like, what's the big deal with parks? Because you go to a city and it's like things to do. The The local park. It's like it's just trees. I think people know that you need a little bit of nature no matter where you are. That's why I was so fascinated with Central Park when we went to New York. That is very true. How are you? I am fab. I have to say I don't have an appreciation for the weather like you do, so I don't have any weather updates where I am. But do you know what? I have to say that this money question has been like on my mind all day and I'm actually quite curious to see what you have to say on it. So let's get right into it. Dear Sam and Sonia, I listen to your podcast. You are fab. Oh, this is great. This is why we've clearly chosen this one. I've noticed you love marketing and I would love a money business question answered. My small e-commerce kid store is very slow and I don't know what to do to reignite sales. I really just want to move on to something else, but I also have a lot of money in stock. I want to move on to something new. I've kind of outgrown this phase of my life, but there's also funds wrapped up in the business with potential income. And I would like that reward back for all my hard work. A little bit of context, five years ago as a sleep deprived mother, creating children's clothing in a niche market was what I was involved in. And I ran it through an online social group. The business grew quickly. I had international accounts across the globe and it was successful financially. 
I was not much of a businesswoman, more of a designer, and I continued through all the lessons one can while raising young children with a husband who worked away in a foreign country. It's gotten a bit much and I've moved to my home country where I've had my best year with my business. Then came COVID and business has slowed. I've had a few health issues and decided to sell the business. Sadly, the contract fell over just as signing was due. I've had some amazing work in the pipeline, which cost me funds to create, but I don't know if I have it in me to do it all again. I also have a lot of stock to sell with very slow website sales. And furthermore, I disappeared from social media with lack of context and confidence. And generally, I am not as confident in marketing. I would love some advice. Thank you. This is interesting because we've never really done like a businessy related money confession, but as someone that is very privy to businesses and like how they run and has a lot of really great opinions and ideas around what people should do when they get to a like crossroads. I think one thing Sonia can do well is like crossroad management. Anytime I come up to her and I'm like, should I do A or B? I'm confused. She's like, obviously A, like clearly B. Like there's something about being a decisive person that not everyone has access to, especially as an indecisive person like myself. I feel like your view of me, like I need to talk to you more because I'm not decisive. Anyone anyone else in my life could easily tell you that. I just think sometimes you don't give yourself credit for how clear you're depicting pros and cons of a situation. So for me, an outsider, like it's like, yeah, that one, you know? <laughs> and I ask you, I'm like, do you want to be coached or can I just really like tell you? I'm like, tell me, never coach me. Yeah. Just give me the answer. God forbid I have to like put some work into this. No, I think you are really decisive though. I'm not. You're not? I'm really not. Can you give me three examples where I've made a decision swiftly? <laughs> Every like money episode that we have around like what someone should do. I think that's easy because we get a little bit of context and not a whole lot. Maybe I'm just discrediting my decisiveness right now. Maybe you're not decisive with yourself because I see you've like flustered with yourself, but maybe with other people you're like, even with your friends, you'll be like, this this happened and I told them to do that. And I'm like, yeah, of course that makes sense. Uh Maybe. Anyway, in this person's example, this is a very long-winded and very like fluffy way of me saying what on earth do you think she should do? Because she's at a crossroads. She's got a business. It's struggling. Does she put in more work and money and marketing and get it off the ground or does she sell it or close shop? Mm. I think it's hard because she's made it very clear that there was passion at the start and that's what made her business flourish and I'm so glad that it was successful financially. And now – It's been a few years. She's kind of moved out of that phase and she's taken herself off social media without context. I think that shows that she's just done with it and she's a little bit over it. But it's so hard when you've created like a business and this thing is your baby and you've put so much money into it. And she's also made it clear that there is still a lot of money tied up in it. Where I would look at it is there's so many different paths you can take and one path to entertain is definitely could you hire some help some expertise in marketing you know how much money are you willing to put in for someone who is an expert and someone who can help you because then at least you can get some sales down you could go out with a bang it's not like this okay this is a really bad analogy and I apologize if it's a little bit too harsh but it's not like 
a car crash, you know? It's not like it just depletes dramatically. The loss thing is in terms of closing up shop, giving up on it. I feel like it's such a sad end, potentially, but then also how do you know when you're putting energy into something that you're just not feeling anymore? We talk about that a lot with other situations, not business ones, but we talk about like, do you have the energy to deal with this? And if it's really tugging at you, then kind of what's the point? Those are my initial thoughts. Do you think we live in a society that like really encourages people to continue doing something until they've like completely exhausted all their options? Because this is what I believe. Yes. Right. (laughs) I think it's so like, I don't know, I can't speak on the existence of men because, you know, I am not one. But I have found that, especially as women, we do hear not just in like business, but also in like romantic relationships or also in friendships or in work. It's like you'll see a woman be like, hey, this is really hard. I don't really know if I want to do this in any of those circumstances. And like nine out of 10 times, the first piece of advice is try harder or like try this angle or like even the idea of being like, I'm not enjoying this book I'm reading. I'm just going to stop halfway. Someone will like turn up from the bushes and be like, no, don't like leave the book. Like you should totally finish it. Give it a shot. Give it a chance. And why not move away from that? Like imagine if we were just like, life is short. My business is not working. I've tried quote unquote, I really just want to move on to something else. Just do it. Move on. Like, why are we punishing ourselves to fix things when like our mind has already moved on or our hearts have already moved on? Mm. For business owners, every transaction is more than just a swipe of the card. It's the culmination of your hard work, dedication, and commitment to your customers. That's why I'm excited to share with you a game-changing solution that's simplifying the way businesses like yours accept payments. Introducing Tap to Pay on iPhone, powered by Stripe. Contactless payments has never been easier. You can seamlessly accept contactless payments directly from your iPhone. And the best part, there's no additional hardware required. Think about it. From local pop-ups to global retailers, tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe cater to businesses of all sizes, empowering them to accept payments right from their iPhones. It's a game changer for businesses looking to scale quickly and stay flexible with quick setup that takes minutes, not days. So how can tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe benefit your business? It's simple. Increased revenue, expanded reach and enhanced customer experience. It's a win, win, win. To learn more about how tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe can transform your business, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone today. That's an excellent point. I don't know where this is all coming from personally, but I have to say, if you had to ask her like three questions to help her determine if she should stay or go, like if you were coaching her, what would you be asking? To be honest, as I'm going through her confession again, I feel like she's already leaning towards an answer and leaning towards what she wants to do. Just from my perspective, from reading through it, I think questions to ask yourself would be, who do you think you're disappointing if you do kind of just let it go and you focus on other things you've already identified that 
you have a lack of confidence with this and you're kind of outgrown this phase of your life. Two, what are the actual costs and how much would it impact you financially if you did let it go? If it's like something that you're willing to like let it go and it's like an amount that you can get back or an amount that you're okay with like having put in the business because you believed in it at the time, then yeah, why not? So that's two things to consider. Yeah, those are the two things that I would kind of go through with her. I think the disappointment one comes from what you've just said and also what my therapist said a few weeks ago (laughs) around life choices and like who do you think you're disappointing or like are your goals actually yours or are they someone else's? That's also another great question to ask yourself because when you get down to it, a lot of the time we do things just as you said is – so others perceive us better, mm-hmm. but others perceiving us shouldn't matter at all. Do you know what I mean? Who are we disappointing? That's really interesting. And I, in this case, I wonder, like, if I was in this person's shoes, I would feel, and I think often we do feel a level of, oh, but if I close shop, I'm going to have to hear it from my friends and family and be like, oh, what happened to your little business? Like, oh, did it shut down? Or like, and the truth is no one probably feels that way. Like most people are going to be like, oh, I'm really sorry to hear. Like, that was quite cool. But in our own heads, we just feel like there's people waiting for it to fail. Mm. But also like when someone asks you that, you can just say it didn't work out and leave it at that. I think if they're really close friends or if they're your family and they're trying to get in (laughs) to the depths of something that you don't want to talk about, that's another issue (laughs) right there. That's another money confession. (laughs) Yeah. If I had to give some advice and you're right I do love marketing I do love talking about these things there's like two ways that you can go about this you can either say okay look I want to give us another shot which I don't think is what you're trying to say because you've said you want to move on you've said you've grown out of this phase in your life but there's funds wrapped in the business I would either do one or two things I would either say okay fine let's do it let's give it a best shot I would create a TikTok account and I would honestly just like spend half an hour every day learning TikTok marketing. And I would just do that because that is the least amount of money because we don't have a lot of money right now for marketing by the sounds of it. And you're learning a new skill and you're going to get your content and your products reached to the right people very quickly. But if you go, that's not interesting to me, then option number two is just have a closing down sale. Like you've got stock, you want to get rid of it, put everything on like 40% off and for the people that have bought from your store let them grab some bargains at least you'll cover your wholesale costs of how much everything was you're not left stuck with all this product and then the money from that start again this is probably what I would recommend you are in a different phase of your life you're not interested in the business as soon as I lose interest in a business that's when I have to close it down because I've had many businesses over my career And the day I start to feel like it's a chore every single day is, I guess, the day that I decide, well, what's the point? Because business is hard. So if I'm not even enjoying it, if I don't even wake up wanting to do it, like, what's the point? I could do 50 million other things with my life and it's way too short to be stuck doing something because, as Sonia said, like, who am I disappointing? Do you have anything to add to that, Sonia? No. I think the business expert has spoken. I feel like... It's such a hard one. I can only imagine how she's feeling 
at this stage with her business, but I think you've given her some great solutions and I feel like I've given her some great things to think about as well. I think we have, and I hope that you've been able to take away something from this. And if you are listening and you've got a business or you've got something in your life that you're like dragging out, just cut your losses. It is easier said than done, but it's so much easier to look at this other person's example and go, yeah, of course, that's what she should do. But we can definitely apply it to our own financial situations at times. Now, if you've got a money confession or question that you want answered, send us a DM or email us at hello at girlsthatinvest.com and you may just be featured in next week's episode. Until next time, Sonia. Till next time, Sim. Bye. Bye. And as always, to finish off with our disclaimer, Girls That Invest does not provide personalized investing advice for your individual needs. We are not financial advisors. The advice from Girls That Invest exists for educational purposes only and should not be relied upon to make an investment or financial decision. Advice from Girls That Invest is general in nature and does not consider individual circumstances. Always do your research and please use your due diligence. Alrighty, till next time team. Bye.